we have entered the end game. October 5th, 2020, as of this recording. So much shit has happened since I last <laughs> actually sat down and recorded one of these. But we'll get to it with the Lakers talk first. Because they broke my heart the other day. They played yesterday, game three of the finals against the Miami Heat. And Jimmy fucking Butler put the team on his back and carried the Miami Heat to a victory. So, it was all sweep talk with me and my friends. Till this. And now, doubt creeps in. My actual confidence, like personal confidence, goes down because the Lakers fucking lost. What is happening? Game four is tomorrow. I got to head up to homies and see if we're even going to watch that game. Or if we're going to just be blown off the group chat while we... Oh, we try to get that duh mañana. But we're doing okay. Kuzma played pretty well. I've been talking so much shit on him. <laughs> I guess the whole internet has too, though. Sorry, Kuz. It's the nature of the business, I suppose. Anyways, by the time I record another one next week, one of these... We'll probably have a champion. Lakers probably have that that new ring, that new banner, baby. But it's nothing but fingers crossed. And now I'm fucking lighting candles, cause if Jimmy Butler does something else, I'm gonna lose my shit. It's not supposed to be a close game seven series, but Heat are a good team. So I guess we'll see. But in events of the world, of the nation, if you will, RBG's dead. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was important, I think. Nah. Legitimately, she she did a bunch of important stuff, I think, for... <laughs> I keep saying I think when it's definitely true. <laughs> um, Roe v. Wade. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know all her accomplishments. But she was important. Um, I've seen her on a lot of pins, a lot of uh, stickers at Spencer's. You know, she was cool. Um, so R.I.P. to that Supreme Court justice. But now that leaves a gaping hole in the Supreme Court. Months before the election. So we get to have more fun with uh, everybody talking about that. Fuck this Amy Conant Barrett Jr. lady. Whatever her name is. That they're um they're gonna supposedly nominate. You know it's fucking crazy that they serve lifetime appointments. That's insane. How does why is that okay? Isn't that like entrenchment? Like of the utmost degree? Get them out of there. Shouldn't be serving for that long. Fucking out-of-touch dinosaurs on what is supposed to be one of the three branches of the government. The whole checks and balances system. You know, it. I guess in England, the judges 
the royal court wears uh, those wigs. Those fucking powdered wigs. That's insane. Glad they don't fucking do that here. That'd be so weird. Yas, give me my wig. Just talcum powdered this bitch. Five minutes ago. It's fresh. And there's a tea boy. Legitimately drinking some tea. But you can't have judges walking around with wigs like pets. And then you get to the, the chambers. Or what is it? No. I should know this if anything. <laughs> where the judge sits. <laughs> Whatever. Where the judge sits. Puts his fucking. Takes his uh, wig out of like a, a pet case. You know the ones that they throw onto airplanes. Takes out his fucking wig. Make sure that shit is arranged. The curls are all tight. Boom. Throw that shit onto the dome. Yeah, nah, we ain't about that. But, there's a vacancy in the Supreme Court. Why does it have to be, all have to be so contentious? This fucking year's already crazy enough. Or election, I should say. And, I guess it's hella political. Everything's hella political right now. So that's where we are. Uh, oh, before I guess before I go down that political rabbit hole even more. Um, last time I was because I wrote down and made some notes of like some things I wanted to mention. Uh, last time, but three weeks fucking passed and I didn't record shit. Uh, I read the this article or I don't know what it was. It may have been just a headline on Twitter um, about. Uh, anarchist jurisdictions about uh, New York, Portland, and Seattle being labeled anarchist jurisdictions or zones or whatever it was. But I was like, what the well, okay. Yeah, there's been like so many fucking days of protesting and what have you and looting, burning, everything, right? I think, uh, Seattle or Portland was like 130 straight nights of protesting. And I'm like, what? But anyways, so them being labeled that um, means they uh, lose federal funding because of like uh, the state that those cities have fallen into or, you know, them not. I don't know. I forgot what the reasons were. This was two weeks ago, but they lose funding. Um because they're doing a poor job of upholding whatever the laws are supposed to be, right? But New York apparently has gone to shit a bunch. And in July, I think uh, the stats... Here, let me pull them up. Uh, what did I write down? 100, 177% increase in shootings in July in New York versus uh, last year. 177%. That's almost 200%. That's Super Mario... No, it's not Super Mario. Uh, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers damage that's up there almost up there get a solid hit in there motherfuckers off the map and then there was a 59% increase in murders um, in July as well versus 2019 so New York's not looking good honestly I mean if if I were to see 
a breakdown or I guess if someone, somebody were to write about it, like I guess cities in general, I feel like are probably not doing so hot in terms of these stats. Um, man, like the change they're kind of undergoing, but New York also made note of the fact that they cut a billion dollars of funding out of the $6 million budget for the Popo. So don't think the answer defunding the police. I've said that a bunch of times, maybe not here, but personally, that's how I feel. It's way more complicated than just also not defunding though. But I don't think the answer is defunding. It's, it's a bunch of things. Um, so they're, 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 they're cutting funding on police and crimes fucking running rampant. So there you go, people. Um, Seattle, I did not remember, uh, their stats cause that was the, <laughs> that was the last one. I think I, uh, in the article and I was like, you know what, Seattle, you know, it's not Portland, which I went to last year and I'm going to talk about in a little bit, um, but New York was like, those numbers are crazy. Seattle's burning also chop, you know, the whole six block zone in the cat on Capitol Hill or whatever that area is called fucking taken over. And, um, <laughs> it just went to shit. People started shooting each other. Um, <laughs> it was just not good. It was a failed experiment, Qu- a quickly failed experiment. Excuse me while I drink this tea. Um, so Seattle's not doing great either, but I don't. I didn't write down uh, many points there. Portland, though, um, labeled anarchist jurisdiction as well. Uh, they cut fifteen million dollars from their police budget, and you're having a maybe not a similar, but uh, an increase in <clears throat> in uh, in violence there also. But the thing I took away from from this whole uh, read and just seeing that, I was like, fuck, man, Portland is so cool. Uh, It it made me sad. I went to Portland last year in October with my homie Stephanie from work. And we stayed out there. Oh, yeah. Next weekend is, uh, it's something, Columbus Day or I don't know point is it you, it's a federal holiday or it, if it's columbus day everybody knows we should have changed that right but we went up there we had four days off i think i may have added an extra day on either on one of those sides of the weekend to make it nice we got an airbnb and oh man that was such a fun trip i'm already kind of uh what's the word hipster inclined to that type of vibe you know woodsy and like uh i don't know just coffee places everywhere music um and it's just nice like we when we were there it was i guess we got lucky because on either side of the weekend we went it was like rainy um but we got some nice sun like for three days uh we went to Multnomah Falls they had a dope ass uh, waterfall there had had a couple of pictures from that detour as well put those up on IG 
and it was just cool. The weed culture, of course, that's awesome. You know, a place with a weed culture is dope. But there's uh, apparently a lot of bad that comes with that type of place, I guess. I mean, that we're seeing now, you know, there's so much unrest and like it's one of the most liberal places ever, but maybe to its detriment at the moment, things are not going well there. But I hit up my friend who lives near there and went to yeah, she went to Portland, when was it? Like, maybe a week ago, is what she said. And they told her <laughs> to be gone by a certain hour. I don't know if she said before nighttime, but like 8 or maybe something like that. So, that's sketch. I gotta be out of here. Shit's gonna pop off at 8 p.m. Or that that's what the pattern's been. That's a bummer. But... All the parks in Portland were super fucking cool. There's parks everywhere. The Airbnb we stayed at, I was like, ah, oh, man, I want to go running. I had taken my running shoes. Ran to a park, like, and got there in, like, 10 minutes. And then there's, like, a whole circuit. There's, like, soccer fields. It was just nice. I like uh, some of the focus they had, like, the community thing community focus in a lot of the areas small businesses all that cool shit though it is a little annoying when you go to a place and it's like keep portland weird which on the surface yeah i'm like yes keep it you know interesting keep whatever makes it cool keep it cool but there's like a bunch of places that have that slogan keep austin weird keep seattle weird probably keep new orleans weird you know, it's like, okay, we get it. Don't ruin whatever the cool is. Don't talk about it. But yeah, the leaves are changing up there right now. Oranges and reds and browns. Autumnal vibes, bro. It's a pretty dope season. But hopefully by the time I get to go back, it's not burnt down. Keep it together up there, Oregonians. Love it. But you know what? While I while I was thinking of this also, it got me thinking of where I would want to move if I were to do it. Just given, you know, the nature of the beast in the country. California is number one. It's the best. There's everything here. But, you know, just as a thought experiment, I'm like, hmm, Denver, Denver's still up there for me. That blend of the nature, the, the like, feel of that city is pretty cool, too. And then the weed culture, of course. Although all these places, I'm sure if you ask a bunch of millennials or people in my range, it's like, ah, all these fucking places are up there. So it's not like I'm being unique with my picks here but Denver would be cool um or some sort of surrounding area up there Colorado is just so gorgeous um they get a lot of sunlight so that's nice but I think I would also do a uh, Texas went to Texas a couple times had a uh, family members out there 
they didn't live in like the most amazing places, but we got to see and like feel the vibe of the the area. It was really cool. Reminded me definitely of uh, Southern California. But the question is Austin, Dallas, whatever the other ones are. Texas is so freaking huge. They should be their own country. Amazing. No, no income tax. That's cool. No state income tax. That's cool. Mexican food. Oh, barbecue. Barbecue. <gasps> Give me some ribs. Falling off the bone. Oh. Hmm. I haven't had ribs in a while. But yeah. So. Texas would be cool too. I don't think I could do the East Coast. I, I, I used to, when I was in high school, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's go to New York. Let's fucking be an artist. Which I still want to, you know, artists are amazing. I love that. But I don't think I could. I would still like to visit. I want to do a big ass tour of like all the historical places, all the founding father places, all the revolutionary stuff and. I want to go to Philadelphia and see those buildings. Go full national treasure on your ass. Give me those bifocals. Flip this map over. But I don't think... I used to think I could do the cold and that climate. But now, now I don't think so. Not for prolonged periods of time anyways. That's crazy. Florida. I don't want the boot. I don't want to get pelted by fucking alligators. And pythons. And Floridians. And hurricanes. Might be a bit much. Might be a bit much. This is all assuming of course. You know there's places to go to. After November 3rd. Or whenever the hell... Super Tuesday is, which should be a federal holiday so everybody can go fucking vote. There's another idea for you. Yeah, assuming there's there's places to go to. Those are some places I've been considering. Colorado, definitely, I've been saying, probably, what, like four years ago I started saying, 10 years from now I want to be in Colorado. So we'll see if that holds. So far, it's still number one. I hope the nation doesn't fucking blow itself apart before then, though. And this was another note I made that I I um, I kept from the write-up. Civil War, bitches. Civil War. Not that. Not that I'm like thinking it'll happen or that it's likely even but oh, there's just so much like 2020 is already crazy enough that it, it it feels like just uh that's why i just kind of want to fast forward to the election being done and hope things go smoothly and just but that feels like such wishful thinking at this point still Positive mental attitude. I'm a mental attitude. I'm a positive person, so we'll keep that energy. 1861 to 1865 was our uh, civil war. 
the south versus the north, obviously. Fought over slavery. Undeniable fact. South wanted to maintain slaves to keep their economy going the way they had. Cannot argue that. And well, I guess what you could argue is like uh, the effects and like the remnants of the Civil War. Well, I, even that you can't argue. There's there's residual effects. And I think we're dealing them with them big time societally. Just with uh, like all the racial tension and division and all the general social upheaval. But I just a few of the reasons why it feels so not ripe, but there's so many factors crossing at the current moment. And then even recent developments that are making it feel so like exponential. Like the intensity of the election. First of all, COVID just fucking monkey wrench into all the operations of the world, right? How do you how do you have uh polling places that are safe, secure, you know, distance and everything? I think you can do it easily. Maybe not easily, but with uh with simple additions to the infrastructure for uh voting you know i i it, it seems easy to me and in my mind i'm like okay wherever the polling places are the voting locations are set up something outside set up the fucking tents easy ups up the ass just voting booths you know separate show people up with people show up with masks do some temperature checks if you want to, if you are able to. Otherwise, you know, hand sanitizer, masks, cast your votes and dip. But there's that, right? There's people uh, not wanting to go and uh, risk an in-person vote. So we have uh, an increase in mail-in ballots. That's going to, you know, that's been a thing forever. You know, I've voted by mail multiple times at this point i don't even remember how many times in a row the last uh ah, shit i can't tell you I've, I've done it so often when i was working at the library you you would just go there and drop it off at um into that box they had and they would collect that and uh, the registrar voters would collect that and you were good so i would just take my shit drop it off in that box and they would pick it up but there's an increase of that there was obviously questions about whether or not the USPS could handle that. And then, what is it, absentee ballots? Don't know how the fuck those things works, but that's apparently an issue already, even. This, of course, I, you know, I saw. So don't take my word for it, look it up. But there was something, there was definitely that picture of all those fucking uh, postal service things just fucking thrown into the back of a mailing place that looked weird but it's just having to wait for all those results is gonna make it even worse people are gonna be like oh can we even you know have faith in the voting process which i think you can and i think you should 
but it's just going to be more more fuel to the fire for the people who are, are who want to you know be like nope not our guy especially if it's really close and i have a feeling that it's feeling I have a feeling that feeling, 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 blah, excuse me. I get a feeling of deja vu. 2016, people were like, all right, you know, Hillary's going to fucking just run away with it. Some people have been saying that about Biden too. It's like, you know, it's, Trump's been too crazy. I hope, I hope a lot of people haven't been just, you know, shoehorning it in. And saying Biden's an easy lock. Because. I mean. I'm not happily casting that vote. <laughs> I don't want to be like. Yeah I put him there. But the fact that it's. Uh, lesser of two evils. Uh, at least it feels like it's presented that way. You know it's just. Just driving more division with the with having to wait. People get to question more, so the immediacy isn't there about who's the next POTUS is. Man, you stir that shit in with all the protests going on. You know, just the race relations at the current moment, all the police stuff. And maybe even stuff that doesn't make sense, you know, just ideological stuff. The media obviously kind of exacerbating that that situation. They they are not helping. <laughs> so it's just gonna be a crazy ass election. And I said I gotta read on a couple more of the the things on the ballot actually. So let me make a mental note of that. And also, as if things weren't crazy enough, Trump has COVID. Trump has COVID. My immediate reactions when I saw that were like, oh, man, ain't laugh a bitch. And then I was like, damn, I really hope he doesn't die. <laughs> you know, that came like five minutes afterwards. I was like, what? Who? No. Ha ha ha. Wow. You know, that initial reaction. I'm like, of course, he's downplaying the whole situation. Fuck the masks. And they go, got it. So, first of all, not good. It's not good that he <laughs> he has it. Um hopefully you can fucking kick it, but it just makes things even that much God, so many words here. It makes things that much more complicated if things don't go okay. Like, just fucking get to the election. Whatever the fucking decision is there, it is. Because, oh, right now, as far as America, as far as foreign policy goes, China, Russia, everybody you can think of who is a an American quote-unquote enemy is looking at the situation over here. Just looking to pounce. And I don't want to guarantee nothing because that's not what I do. I ain't I ain't about that. But there's probably I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, 
if things go a certain way that we start seeing stories across the globe about things that might relate to us to us as a country you know not not me with like my decisions with blood diamonds in Africa but we do not need any more instability we don't need any more illusions or reasons in textbooks for a fucking another civil war as far-fetched as that may seem things are tense in some places man things are tense in some places those anarchist jurisdictions so you know stay safe out there don't get into any dumb shit We'll move through this goddamn man. I still got three more episodes before the election even happens, so I'm gonna have to f- find some topics. All right, I'll get to to work on that. Don't be so mean to each other. Oh wait, 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 wait. There was a Dune quote. I was reading the I was reading Children of Dune the third book in the series and I saw this quote on atrocity that I wanted to bring here so I'm just going to read this quote atrocity is recognized as such by victim and perpetrator alike by all who learn about it at whatever remove atrocity has no excuses no mitigating argument atrocity never balances or rectifies the past atrocity merely arms the future for more atrocity it is self-perpetuating upon itself, a barbarous form of incest. Whoever commits atrocity also commits those future atrocities thus bred. Some words of wisdom for that ass. Thanks for listening to the pod. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at MilkFatPercent. I'm hoping to get some more guests in here that aren't Omar, but the whole pandemic situation you know, just isn't helping. Um, yeah, listen on Spotify, follow the podcast there and email any questions or air comments or whatever it is to ieaudiolab at gmail.com. Appreciate everybody. See you next time.